When you're getting back into your busy fall routine but still want to make every breakfast count, try Blue Apron's new ready-to-cook meals that offer your favorite fresh quality ingredients ready in minutes. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and health-conscious offerings. Get a $100 gift card, plus enjoy $130 off across your first six orders when you place an order by September 23rd. Visit blueapron.com unique2022. Welcome to Grab a Cuppa. This week's episode, I am joined by my friend Zawi Farron, and we are talking about her daughter Lilith, who has complex needs. She she has a condition called corpus callosum. So, Zawi will explain to us exactly what that is. The aim of uh, these series of new episodes is to show parents out there who have children with complex needs that you aren't alone so this is the conversation that i had with zawi this week so this is grab a cuppa with mates featuring zawi farron yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well thank you so much for doing this with us because obviously you know it, it, it can be quite hard speaking about these uh, these things yeah but i yeah i for these new series, what I wanted to do is speak to parents of, uh, you know, of any colouring creed uh, of everyone and just like, just so that the parents know that they aren't alone because when you've got children uh, with special needs, it can be quite solitary, I find. So the aim of this is just to uh share our stories and then hopefully whoever listens to it doesn't feel so alone um so you were explaining uh you told me that your daughter had a condition now i was trying to say it but i will let you explain it (laughs) i've known of it for like um 13 years and i still can't pronounce it so don't worry (laughs) you're not the only one it is a very um hard one but um yeah it's a uh, corpus callosum yeah I, I say that right it's <laughs> really bad when you've got a daughter with it but yeah and um do you want me to explain what it is yes please because obviously it, you will know more than me because when I say to people um corpus callosum they're like what oh, I've never heard of that before um but yeah um it basically is corpus callosum is like connects the left side of your brain to the right side each side being known as a hemisphere the connection allows information to pass between the two halves each side of the brain controls movement and feeling in the opposite half of the body and the It sits in the centre of the brain. It's about 10 centimetres in the shape of a C. Um, It can also 
process information such as language, therefore physical coordination and taking in complex information requires both sides of the brain to work together. The corpus callosum acts as a connector. Some children are born without a corpus callosum. This leads to a rare disorder known as genesis of the corpus. Affects around one to three thousand people, and also you don't have to like be born with it. You can mm. like have it damaged in some way, say like you're in an accident or something, it gets damaged. But yeah, I found out um, about it when I was pregnant with Lilith, mm-hmm. and um, I think I was probably about. I was quite lucky, really, to be having scans every two weeks because mm. of diabetes through pregnancy. They had to keep an eye on the size of the baby. Of course. So it was around about uh, 26 weeks. Right. Going for just like a scan, just to check the size. And, um, yeah, I was absolutely petrified because I was laying there having a scan as you do and everything. And the woman said, um, I just need to talk to someone. Can you go and wait in the quiet waiting room? Yeah. So at this point, I'm thinking, oh, God, what's wrong and everything? And they didn't exactly say at the time. You just told me to go in this room. So I'm actually, like, petrified. Thinking, yeah, of course. What could it be? Yeah. And then um, talking to my... Uh, partner at the time and I said well you know we need to discuss this like there's something wrong or something and I'm like well either way I think you know I'm gonna have it it's just like let's just see what happens and everything and like all things are going through your head in this like five minutes of waiting till this other woman comes in of course yeah yeah so she comes in and she um tells me of it like this corpus callosum and I'm not unaware at this time thinking what the hell is that I've never heard of that before and she said you need to go to London to see a professional um, doctor to have a proper scan done to Mm. see like around the brain and everything must have been really scary though isn't it I was absolutely petrified yeah like uh, just the day before the going trip to London to see this doctor I just like broke down I was absolutely petrified because I have never heard of it before it's like majority of people like say to me like I've never heard of that before I don't know what it is so I was absolutely just like petrified because I didn't know what to expect from it and everything and that and anyway we went to London and that was a stressful day of course we were like seven hours in the waiting room Oh, why that long? Why because so long? this doctor is like, it was the, um, i trying to think of the name of the hospital. I can't think of it right now. It's one of the famous hospitals in London. Oxford one, is it? Oh, no. I can't remember what one it was now because it's such a long time ago. Of course. But, yeah, we were in this waiting room and all pregnant women were waiting to see this specific, like, and I thought, oh, I could never do this again. Oh, thinking, oh, geez, seven hours. And we were just so stressed. And the time we come to see the doctor, I was just, like, worn out. You're just, like, 
sitting in this waiting room. It's just amazing how tiring it was. Just, uh, I just want to go home. Yeah, of course. But basically, the annoying thing was she, um, sorry, he, the, the, the one did the scan. Yeah. Like, I think I was probably in there for about an hour or so. It really felt really long time. I was laying on my back and you've had kids so you probably know what it's like when you're laying down on your back of course yeah don't you so I was laying there a long time and I said you know I feel really sick and then um, it was really hot and all of a sudden I felt like this air con come on I was just like oh thank goodness for that and that really helped but yeah I was in this chair for a very long time having this scan done they were properly looking at her brain and obviously just like really like checking it and it took a very long time but the annoying thing was when I sat with the the doctor he basically said to me what Milton Keynes has told me and I'm thinking what a waste of time all that time for them just to tell me what Milton Keynes has told me that you know yeah going through that stress as well like something must be really really wrong for them to send me to this doctor yeah yeah, because, um, again, like I say, I didn't know anything about it, so oh. I didn't know what to expect from it. And basically what he said was, I was sitting on the edge of the bed while he was talking to me, and he said, um, explained it and said, basically, the baby will either have Down syndrome or it affects the learning, learning disabilities. So when she was born, luckily she didn't have the Down syndrome, but we didn't know how much of an effect it would affect her reading up on it and everything and stuff. And when she was born, she had like a head scan. Yeah. And they said it's partly missing. It wasn't, it's not fully missing. So she's been quite lucky, really, compared to... um, children I've seen were fully um, yeah. missing and everything and that so she's quite lucky but she didn't um, start walking till she was about four, four or five I think it was not near enough five but um, yeah it was very hard to potty train her as well but she used to be quite emotional like tantrums and stuff but it was because she couldn't express herself and frustration do you reckon more frustrated yeah yeah Yeah, she couldn't express herself and frustration she couldn't tell me what she wanted and stuff so um so on the lucky side it's only affected her learning and um obviously she was slow in her development but um, she was at a mainstream school until she was about um, six, I think. And then they said that she can't handle it and felt mean because she was taken out of the classroom to be worked with on her own. And they said, yeah, she really needs like special needs school. Um, I can't remember the age now how old she was mm-hmm. mainstream school but yeah she was only there for a few years at least and then as soon as she started slated rose she's come on like really marvelous and uh, oh, that's good yeah yeah so her development at first was like really slow yeah 
Um, How did that make you feel, though? Like, I I guess as a parent myself, I, I used to, not anymore, I used to compare my children to other, like, neurotypical kids. So how did that make you feel, watching other kids sort of, like, you know, reach every milestone? And then your child is, like, so behind. When she was going to the mainstream school, it was very difficult because I felt really bad for her. Like, she was being taken out of the classroom mm. and other kids were together. And she was probably, I'd hate to think how she was thinking. And I think that's the only thing that kind of affected me and everything and that. But she was getting um, help. Um, I was getting help at the time. Um, trying to get her walking and stuff and that but yeah it was just a really tough time more when she was younger um because of getting around and stuff and like she was my little bum shuffler but <laughs> I guess when it comes to more of the guilt is with Tristan yeah um because obviously I had to give Lilith more my time with him and he's kind of been like how I was when I was younger I seem to be like the no one liked me kind of thing and yeah with me and stuff and I've kind of seen him go through it as well yeah yeah so um I understand that because obviously uh personally like my my daughter she's uh I um, she's also on the spectrum and then there's my son my son's six but my son is um, completely non-verbal he's still in nappies and um, so yeah they are, they are on opposite sides of the autistic spectrum so obviously we need to give my son more help because he's not as independent as my daughter but then obviously there's also that little um in a way, sort of jealousy, you know, because oh, my parents are like spending more time with my brother. Why aren't they spending this time with me? Yeah. You know, and then it's we got more than one, and one of them's needed more help, and that I find found that yeah, it's always like re- for us, it's always reassuring her that that is not the case. What it is is, uh, she can go to the toilet uh, by herself and sort herself out whereas uh logan can't my son he can't do that so therefore we need to help him with that but then it's just we have to uh keep reassuring her that that is not the case we don't love him more than we love her and i guess her becoming a young woman you know now and it's i don't want her to feel like uh she's <laughs> that she's not loved as much uh, as yeah. Loved so yeah yeah absolutely that's, that's why I, I understand how that's um, how that's like because my kids are like that you know it was a tough time I must admit when they were younger because going through that and then I split with my ex yeah and then he stopped seeing the kids so kind of it's been a tough time with Tristan yeah, of course. Whereas Lilith, she can't remember. She can't recall back then. Like she can't remember her dad. But it's kind of it's always been Tristan. I've had to 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's just uh, with Lilith. Mm-hmm. It sounds really terrible, but when she was born, she kind of saved me. Right, and she kept me busy and going. And, yeah, of course. Um, but I found it harder with Tristan. Yeah, because having to deal with bullying. Yes, and then having to deal with China, like with his tantrums and everything and stuff when he was younger um trying to cope with Lilith having appointments every day leaving up the hospital and everything and that and then like getting back to like trying to make sure he's not left out and everything and that and trying to explain to him what's going on and stuff and all this and that um he was and doing that yeah doing that as as a a single mum as well yeah, doing so I was having by yourself. Deal with doing all this on my own at the point I did have a breakdown. Um, I couldn't just like just I remember one day it was really embarrassing. I was just ha- having to deal with like Lily's situation, and then I was having Tristan having terrible tantrums because he was at that age. And I just remember going um, to the first his first school and that and was running late because he was having a tantrum I'm dragging him along and I'm pushing him in the buggy and at this point I'm at breaking point and the teacher comes towards me and that's it I just like here happy and I broke down (laughs) we all go through it that's the thing we all go through that at some point like no one is whatever perfect is do you know what I mean and it's there's been times where like I'm like I can't wait for uh, like school to be back because it's like come on <laughs> take the kids. Yeah, yeah right. it's like I was saying to someone the other day. Yeah, I've nearly survived like all this isolation period on my own. <laughs> I <ain't> murdered anyone. <laughs> That's it, and it's, you take take whatever you know victory that you can take. Because you know, doesn't go back till next week. It's been a big big uproar because like he's in year 11 he's coming to his last year of doing GCSEs and they're not going back to the 15th oh it's like they've moved it and like it's obviously a big uproar because like all parents are saying you know they're doing the GCSEs they should be priority which they're right so yeah I've got an extra like week with him and it's just like get back already (laughs) he's just like let me have some me time but I guess it is, It is. Um, you know, it's going to give you the opportunity for you and him to, to spend some time together, just you two. Yeah, yeah, I must admit, it has been quite nice, like, because just during, during the isolation period as well, we've just, we've had that opportunity of just spending some time together. But me and Tristan, we kind of clash. So yeah. it's just like, I get on his nerves, he gets on my nerves, but... Yeah, we do have that time together. I make sure we have that time together and always have done, really, because, you know, since he was young, I try and... Because, like, it's been difficult because the cinemas are not open and because 
I started taking Tristan to the cinema because they mm-hmm. had me and him time at the cinema because Lilith gets quite scared of certain films and stuff. So it's just that opportunity to spend some time with Tristan. But yeah, it's a bit difficult at the moment because everywhere's like not running. Yeah. Like virus thing. But yeah, once that gets back open again, I'm sure like we can get back into routine of um, just having that time together and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, how how was Lilith when she um she did the tra- um, transition from mainstream school to specialist school? How did she deal with that? Um it was such a change. It was a ama- more of a ama- amazing change. Um she even like the the teacher that used to work with her and that saw her and just you know see how happy she was it was just so amazing very hard to explain but it was just (laughs) from that moment you could tell Actually, when you're getting back into your busy fall routine but still want to make every breakfast count, try Blue Apron's new ready-to-cook meals that offer your favorite fresh quality ingredients ready in minutes. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and health-conscious offerings. Get a $100 gift card, plus enjoy $130 off across your first six orders when you place an order by September 23rd. Visit blueapron.com unique2020. Looking for news that cuts through the noise? Want the unfiltered inside scoop on today's top headlines? Then it's time for you to check out News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Home to radio legends Dan Bongino, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and more. WMAL delivers agenda-free coverage of everything going on in the DMV and around the globe. Visit WMAL.com or download the WMAL app to tune in live today. News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Making sense of the news. She must have been really unhappy because just as soon as she joined this school, she was, like, with kids. Um, and Do you feel that she felt... Out of the classroom yeah. Yes, yeah, she felt so more included. She was included in yeah. everything and that. And obviously they have, like, um, an activity room... Like, you know, like, for, uh, I don't know if you've heard, I don't know if you've got mm-hmm. one near your area, but it's a place called, like, 360 and that, where they got, like, mm-hmm. the foam and climbing things and everything and that. Okay, and it's all, yeah. like, all, like, padded and foams and stuff like that. We've got yeah, more like an there. activity area rather than sitting down at a desk and just do work, if yeah. that. Because, you know, like mainstream, it's quite just like sit down and work hard. But here, like they had like the working time and then they had to, this activity room. And when she first started there, it was just like toys and stuff and everything and that. But she was actually with other children and they were doing PE together and yeah. stuff. She didn't have a one-to-one teacher. It was like it, at this school, it's like I think one teach just maybe four to six children in normality times not like now but how it is at the moment but normally it's I think one teacher to four to six children 
So it's like groups rather than one-to-one. So I could just see like the difference in her straight away as soon as she joined this school. And actually it improved her development as well, this school. Like she achieves so much of her time being there. Um, She was walking though when she started there. So that was all right. And I think she was potty trained, I think, by then as well. So, but her learning has come on so well. But she's probably two years behind to a child of her age. Yeah. But that's that's not too bad, though. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just such um, a change anyway. But then again, it's like, I'll tell you what. It's... Um, my son, okay, it's com- obviously it's completely different situation, but yeah. what I'm getting at is that the way my son learns is by doing it, okay, and just be happy, okay, and if they are happy, that's gonna make things more worth along the way, and I, yeah, that's it, and but then you know, she sounds like such an amazing young woman okay mm-hmm. because of going through all that stuff and then obviously the so the transition between a mainstream school to especially school because it's very different yeah okay, to for a child that young and then to achieve everything that she's achieved so far yeah I'm like I'm in awe honestly and it is I'm in awe of you as well though because you've being uh, by her side all the time and you've done all of this stuff alone you know being a, a single mom and uh, you know kudos to you as well you know because it's not like it's it, it's not it's, it's not, not walking a bloody path a regular mum is <laughs> it really it's just like we're all heroes at the end of the day us mums I think <laughs> what we uh do yeah, just to, uh, you know, to go through everything that you've gone through and keep going through because obviously, you know, it's... No, it's the, stop. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And no, your daughter's stop. condition is not, like, just going to go away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, yeah, yeah absolutely. She's going to have that for the rest of her life. And she will, you know, have you by her side all the time. Yeah. The same as yeah. your son. You know, it can yeah. tell the way that you, you know, you, you speak about them. You know, ob- yeah. obviously, yeah, we, in a way, we all love our children, mm. obviously, but it's the way we speak about them. And because it's very, very hard to cope with something that we don't understand. Mm. You know, it's like when someone told me that my my daughter might have autism, uh, but my son definitely has autism. I didn't have a clue what autism was. Didn't know anything about it. I was just mm-hmm. sad that my son uh, he was nearly two years old and he didn't speak a word. Yeah, all these different things. So, yeah, hey, it's bloody hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah. Being, you know, it is hard work being a parent, but it's even harder being a parent to kids or you know with special needs yeah yeah it's just nice knowing you're not alone now it's just like nice what you're doing and everything and kind of like making parents aware that they're not alone 
Oh, absolutely, because I there's been times where I sort of stopped and said to myself, why me? Yeah. You know, I I was just like, I got to a point where I was just like, why me? Why does this happen to me? Why why is it just me when it it isn't? But like I said before, it is quite a solitary. Yeah, it's quite solitary to when you are like in this situation, you are in your bubble and you think that it's just you that these things happen to when yeah. it's not. <laughs> and it's nice <laughs> to have conversations like this. Yeah. Because it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to say, oh, you know, my child that I love yeah mm. has an illness or disorder or stuff that will never go away yeah and you you deal with this 24/7 it's not like it's just you know it's 5 p.m. it's like oh it's over now <laughs> my shift has ended <laughs> no yeah. it carries on 24/7 all the time because yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen you know, no. I just don't know what's going to happen if they're going to get poorly all of a sudden or it can be unpredictable. Yeah, um, yeah, it's quite funny actually because Lilith suffers like she gets a cold or anything. You've got to be careful with like her chest and stuff. It's amazing like um, how affected they are in that way. It's like I've been quite lucky with Lilith because if you look at her and don't know her, you think nothing's wrong. You've is that I used to get funny looks because she used to be in a disability buggy till uh, like she started walking. But I used to get funny looks like I was a parent having an old child that could walk. <laughs> but um, you just don't know, do you? And you just no, don't know what other people are dealing with. No, so people get quite um, shocked when I say oh she's got dis- disabilities I need to be with her so- to explain to her like so say for example a doctor or anything mm-hmm. you know, where they expect kids of her age to like speak for themselves I have to be with her and say to him look I need to like um explain to her in a different way of her understanding and everything and stuff the majority of the time they understand and uh they'll uh, be all right about it it is like um, it's it's the whole thing about uh, judging a book by its cover. You know, you just don't know, do you? No. But also, it's like um, it's for example, my my son um, he doesn't like being at the supermarket because there's too many people, and then he's most likely to have a tantrum or not a tantrum, a meltdown, because there is a difference between um, you know a, a tantrum a tantrum and a meltdown the meltdown you can't it's out of your control because you can't really right. process what's happening a tantrum is like you know exactly what's happening uh, but you have you know uh, a to-do <laughs> sort of yeah. thing. um so you would have meltdowns and mm. he would sort of like sit on the floor and not wanting to walk and scream and stuff and it's it's like people at the supermarket are looking at him like oh can he not control his son and i'm just like I just wait. It's like, are we done yet? 
husband though it's quite funny actually because I used to do that with uh, Tristan up the shopping centre if he had to have a tantrum say he wanted McDonald's and I was just like no so obviously yeah that age to have a tantrum I just used to let him sit there I used to sit down at the side like uh, there the benches and stuff and just let him <laughs> and he'll start and be like you finished <laughs> that's it it's <laughs> If you're just gonna be like, oh god, and they they sense your stress. Yeah, that's the trouble is because I used to be like that. I still like get like it now. I get stressed with them and stuff and playing up or whatever in that. But like you say, if they sense that you're like that, they're gonna do it even worse. So it was just at the point where I just got so fed out. I was just like, right. So what if people think? You can have a tantrum, you just sit there and carry on. It's like, um, we were talking about it the other day, actually, as well, because my mum and dad have got, like, a sideway. And um, we were talking about it the other day, because when he used to have a tantrum, we used to put him out there to calm down and come in. But then, like, after a while, you see his head popping round the door, and we'd be laughing at him. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> again we'd be like you calm down now and you'd be like yeah and you're like you know you can come in now so that's one way of like just controlling it and just not letting it get to you as a mum oh like, yeah it's very difficult head. though it's very difficult because I I can feel my, I go, like yeah. why is this happening right now <laughs> it's very difficult especially when you're like paranoid and people are around like you say looking at you giving you evils like control your child and stuff like that but yeah it's uh can be very difficult at times there is situations we're just like <laughs> bribery always works <laughs> oh yeah 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 absolutely and there'll be times where like my daughter wanted something and I said no because for whatever reason anyway and she yeah. would scream and shout and stomp and when she was smaller anyway mm-hmm. and and then like people are just like looking at you like you just the worst like human being in the world mm-hmm. or whatever and i i would copy her <laughs> i would copy her and then she'd be looking at me like what are you doing it's just like well it's not nice is it see this is what you're doing <laughs> she'd be like all right and then just walk off <laughs> yeah oh, i've done that a couple of times because you know copied him and he's like <laughs> yeah what you do so i kind of do, like okay. yeah <laughs> i in a way i am dreading when they are uh grown-ups do you ever worry, you know, think, oh, my God, I wonder how they're going to be like when they're, like, in their late teens, early 20s? I actually, like, yeah, I do often think about it. I get petrified sometimes thinking <laughs> what it's going to be like in the future. But it's just, like, um, Tristan, like, now and then says, oh, when I get my own plates with my mates and everything, I'm like, you're leaving me. You're, <laughs> you're leaving me. You're not allowed to leave me. <laughs> that's the thing with my son there's a a, a, I think he's gonna be with us till I don't know I just don't know what's gonna happen you know it's he he could get to the age of like 17 18 and um be independent you know or whatever just don't know it's so I can't really predict but then I also worry about my daughter as well, you know, like, 
how is it going to be like and stuff but I guess yeah I think it's just natural though isn't it of like we care so much we do think about things like that just how they're going to cope if they are going to be on their own or when they move on and stuff it's like I think of Lilith I think when she settles down with someone I think you know, they're going to look after her and that and understand her circumstances and stuff. It's just like, that's in the future. But you still worry about it because you do think of these things. I think every probably parent comes across as thinking of it. Mm-hmm. Whether disabilities or not, really. I think with the care and, you know, we know their characters and stuff. And... Yeah, absolutely. But then it's like sometimes I wonder how are they gonna be like um, when they get to the um, to the age of um, wanting uh, a partner, you know, wanting boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um, and I don't know. It's like as a parent, you you would want obviously want them to be happy, though, obviously. But it's the whole, oh, I wonder if they ever get married or uh, just sort of, like, move in with someone or how is it going to be like? Would they ever have children or yeah, that sort of thing, you know? And especially being, uh, you know, them having special needs, I do wonder what the future is going to be like and what the future is going to bring. And I get very worried as well, though. But at the same time, I know they are both uh, fighters. You know, they are both fighters. And I know that even if um, they struggle in the future, I will be there. So will my husband. We both will be there to pick them back up. So, yeah, I am scared what the future might bring. But then again, it's like I didn't know... That personally, that I would uh, have the life that I have now, you know, I I always thought that uh, that I would just be, uh, I don't know, sort of like getting to my to my thirties and have my house, my car, my career, and just be like living in the single life till whenever. I didn't expect to, <laughs> you know, be in my thirties and be with someone for you know 12 years be married for five have two kids and a cat and <laughs> and all that stuff I never thought that that would happen to me I was just starting my life and bloody virus happened <laughs> <sighs> I'm 40 and like things are getting better now and bloody virus happens and so just like I had so much planned for this year and stuff but this past, what, 18 months have been crazy for you, isn't it? Like, I know, it has been. It's been, uh, like, 2019 was ups and downs because, like, I had, like, special people pass away. Of course. Um, and then, but then also it's just turned 40, got, like, met Paul in, like, January. Yeah. And then, obviously, all our time together. Then I got engaged in November. And how did he um, propose? Can you tell me how did he propose? Yeah, we were um, in London for my birthday to celebrate my fortieth birthday, and um, we were making a weekend of it. 
and then um, on Saturday we'll meet in some like of the family. Yeah. Um, but on the Friday we'd booked um, the London Eye to do oh. it on the night. Yeah. And yeah, so we had some activities planned and everything and stuff, and then we went on the London Eye. We were admiring and how beautiful like it was, because like in the dark, and, and he waited till we got to the top, and he was showing me where the palace was and everything in that. And then I heard him turn around and say, "Well, I've never seen anything so beautiful in all my life." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it?" And he was down on his knee like, with a ring. I was just like burst into tears. I was in shock. Oh wow! It's something like out of a movie. Oh, it was just so nice. It was just like I wish I took more of the moment in though, because it just happened so quickly and stuff. The next thing we were off, and I was just like, that just really just happened. I was just like, as soon as like he was on his knee with the ring, I was just like crying my heart out. I was so in shock. So, but yeah, it was really nice. And then we met the fam on the. Saturday and stuff and did some other things like in London and that and that was just like a really amazing weekend so yeah it's been um that was like a really good year and then all this happened and everything and that and like obviously we didn't see each other for quite a while yeah but we've got through it and stuff it's very hard at the moment but you know we're getting through it um next year I'm moving um going to the north like next year moving up there after the wedding it's getting mm-hmm. married in May and then I'm gonna like move about June July time and then um hopefully like just wait for like Tristan to do his exams first though because that's why I'm leaving it till next year because of his exams and stuff but like they're really excited. They can't wait. I think Lily's nervous though going to a new school and stuff, but I made a promise to her and said, you know, like you do well and stuff, we'll get you your own little doggy and like you've got something to come home to. But yeah, they they are excited about it though and really like, looking forward to it and stuff. So yeah, how did they um how did they react to your new relationship? Um well, Tristan turned around and said to me, um I'm really happy for you. It's lovely to see you happy. Um but they absolutely love Paul. The is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on ceiling. 
Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm. Um, he kind of is like the father figure. And um, he's like, gets on great with them and really well and stuff. And it's just really nice. It's just like Tristan's always had that male relationship with my dad. Um, he, like, obviously, he didn't understand at the time mm-hmm. like, why his dad left. He was blaming himself and stuff like this and all that. Must have been very difficult for a child to think like that. Yeah, it's just. Um, it's been a, it's been a tough life for him already. He's only like fifteen, and he's he's had it quite tough. Bless him. Um, school and stuff like that as well. Um, it breaks my heart. It does because I went through exactly the same thing. Obviously, I didn't have a dad leave me. I've still got like my parents, luckily, but there was a lot I went through when I was younger and stuff, and I still suffer it, with it now. Of course. And it worries me with Tristan mm-hmm. that he'd probably be the same. So, but he's looking forward to the move quite a lot. Um, but yeah, they absolutely um, adore Paul and welcomed him. And but more than anything, they like seeing me happy. That's um, good though. Because my mum's had like a word with him kind just to make sure that they're all right and if they like Paul and stuff and they're like yeah we love him and all that so it's all good and um yeah so they're quite happy about it because um Tristan did get in touch with his dad mm-hmm. like Facebook found him and messaged him but unfortunately it didn't quite go as well I think as he hoped um so yeah it kind of affected him a bit but I think now they've kind of forgotten about him and kind of now like move on mm-hmm. that, that he knows for himself that he isn't a good man so do you but, think he resents his dad um I don't know, I think he wanted um, to have that relationship with him, kind of, because I don't know what was going through his mind and that, but obviously he saw him on Facebook, he knows his name, I've told him the truth and everything and what happened at the time. Um, I couldn't really stop him, I couldn't really have a go at him or getting in touch with him. But at least he was honest about it and said, "Look, I've got I've sent a message to my dad. He sat with me, and um, while I was messaging him, trying to like be supportive, but just like sit back and just make sure, you know, kind of thing as you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just messaged him um, saying, "Hi, it's Tristan, your son." And he come back saying, um, hi, I've got so much to say or something, just knowing what to say. Mm. Um, and he basically asked him straight out, why did you leave me and Lilith? Mm-hmm. And then he came back with a load of lies saying, um, your mum 
chuck me out and stop me from seeing you. So me, I'm like trying to hold myself together. Of course, yeah. But I'm like firing up inside. And I just explained to him, I said, you know the truth, Tristan. I said, Nanny's told you, like, and I've told you and everything, and that's not true at all. But he knows anyway, and he um, basically said to him, that's not true, is it? And then he went offline and never, like, wrote back to him and stuff and that. So Tristan said, right, I'm just going to block him and that, and... You know, it might have been brought up now and then in convo. Mm-hmm. Like, he might still ask me questions and stuff. But, yeah, he's, I think he's over him, over him now. I, don't, tend, I tend to still worry about it, like, for future, what the future's going to bring when it comes to him, mm-hmm. um, Tristan remembering and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. And Paul's in our lives and everything, and that, and they like seeing me happy and stuff. And um... are you kind of glad that you know that Tristan has done that so that he could see what his dad's like for himself? Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of why I sat back a bit because, yeah, of course, I couldn't really have a go at him for doing that because he was honest about it, yeah. And, I thought to myself, I can, I as a parent, as a good parent, I could never like stop that. But I'm quite glad that he's seen him for who he is. Yeah, I didn't make him realise, and I'm trying to explain to him, you know, it's not your fault. This has all happened. It's never your fault. It's never Liz's fault. It was just something uh, between me and him, and I always said to my ex, I said, you can always see the kids, see them when you want and everything. I still want you to have that relationship with them. But unfortunately, he just stopped paying me one day and then just stopped turning up because he was putting his other life first. And uh, I, I, I get that, and I get how uh you know Tristan must have felt like well he loves his other family but then why isn't he you know wanting a relationship with me so I guess that I can understand that like a hundred percent because the thing is is my dad he um well basically he was uh, physically uh, abusive towards my mother so my mum separated from him and everything and, and then he wanted a relationship with me um when I this was I was like maybe one or two years old uh but then when I was about three years old I had a uh, a very bad accident where I nearly died so basically I got run over so I was in um, I was in hospital for nearly a year and my dad would only come to visit me like I don't know maybe once or twice a, a month if that uh, when my mum needed like money and needed support because my mum had to stop working and then my sister was uh, young as well you know at the time my sister was like eight I think anyway um 
so my my mom had to stop I had to stop work and she didn't she didn't have any financial help from nobody and then my dad actually he um he quit work so he didn't have to pay my mom anything um because the court, you know, court said, "Oh, you have to pay child ma- uh, maintenance." But then, obviously, he just decided that he, he didn't want to pay that. But he wanted to be my life as well. So, when the the time when I needed him the most, he wasn't there, mm. you know. And then all the years have passed, and I didn't, you know. My mom always told me, you know, your dad's my dad's name and where he lives and all this stuff so my mom always been up front and she always told me everything and then when I was like 14 15 uh, he was trying to get in touch with me but it's because he wanted to sell the house they that was under his name and my mom's name so he was trying to get in touch with me when I found out I was upset because I thought he was actually trying to have a relationship with myself and I was very upset. And I was like 13, 14 at the time. Um, so, but then he had his family as well. And I couldn't understand why he he paid attention. He loved his other family. Why couldn't I be included in, in, in his family and his daughter as well? So I understand how Tristan feels like. You know, it's like you can't really understand. So I'm, I'm your daughter as well. You know, so why why aren't I getting the same treatment? And then yeah, my daddy used to say that he was my mom would never let would never let um, him see us. Yeah, so the same thing, and also that we used to um, apparently we used to move around. Um, every month like I said oh you move around all the time so we don't know where you live and stuff like that like which is complete bs uh yes we moved around quite you know a few times but it wasn't (laughs) he never made the effort you know he never made the effort but then especially now currently okay this when this happened this was back in the 80s you know what I mean there was no there was no Facebook (laughs) <laughs> yeah there was no yeah there was no social media nothing like this and now he's got no excuse you know so I get I get Tristan's frustration I'm frustrated for him you know I am frustrated for him so I tried to explain to him I said just like they're kind of better off what I went through with him and that I was like he was a narcissist and a bully and I kind of went through mental abuse with him and um, financial abuse with him. So it's all, it, money was yeah. always a problem. Um, so that doesn't surprise me with the money stopping. But what makes my blood boil is at this present time, he's with someone because like this CSA kind of slipped up because he's with someone who has two kids, she goes out to work and he stays home to look after the kids. But, because I keep getting letters from the new CSA um, child maintenance and I'm sure they send them to wind me up, but he doesn't basically work because he thinks he's punishing me because he doesn't have to pay anything because he doesn't work. But he can look after someone else's kids 
but can't look after his own. But like I say, he's not working because he thinks, right, I won't work, she won't get no money. Mm. So he's doing it so he punishes me, but at the end of the day, he's punishing his children. Mm-hmm. And do you know what, Zowie, he's missing out. You've got two amazing kids. He's me- he's missing, oh, he's out. missing out. He just like both of them, such characters, such amazing children. All right, we have our ups and downs. I think all mothers do, and all fa- mothers and fathers do. But at the end of the day, I'm so proud of them. They're such good children. Everyone says says how good they are when we're out and everything and that now they've grown up to be so pleasant I'm so like I'm not really normally good to myself but I am proud of how I've achieved how they've become I'm proud of myself how they have turned out at the end of the day because they're such characters and Tristan and Lilith is amazing her progress and everything and that and she's so lovable and Tristan is like lovable and kind and you know I'm just so proud of them I know it's just like biased and everything and that but they are amazing and I've done that all on my own I've never had any help apart from my parents being there now and then so I'm just like yeah they're amazing that, yeah, that's it, and your best is the best you can do. Mm. I hope that whoever's going to be listening to this take, you know, can take a thing or or two from yourself. You know, you you've um, your trooper. You keep going. Yes, get stronger, get stronger. You know, been through it through the past, but it's only just made me stronger for today. And yeah, they're just amazing, and they're kind of my little mini best friends. Kind of keep me going. They've kept me going. That's you know, really good, time, though. Yeah, where I've just given up near enough, but I've got them. At the end of the day, I have my ups and downs, and I do have my low days and that from the past. But you know, they keep me breathing. I'll always be there for them. Absolutely. And they don't need the toxic. They're better off at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. How how does um, Dristan deal with his sister's condition? I don't think he quite understands it himself, but <laughs> he knows that she has special needs and stuff like that. They're typical brother and sister, fight like cats and dogs. <laughs> Dig my head in sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, he tends to kind of help her a lot when it comes to like internet and stuff like that and computers and phone and all that technology. Basically, he'll help be there to help her. But yeah, I'm just hoping they are quite close when they're older because I tend to worry about that. Like if anything happens to me, I hope like at the end of the day he's gonna like be there for her. And I'm always saying that to him, you know, stop fighting. It hurts me when I see you two fighting. Because I just want him to get on and know that he'll be there for her if I'm not around. 
but yeah, he's quite good. He's quite a good boy, really. He does help her and stuff. Don't know really how deep down he feels, but I think it was more when he was younger mm-hmm. where I had the problems because when you're younger, you don't understand. But now he understands more because he's like 15 now. He goes out with his mates and stuff, so he has his time. And that, and he has his time with me, so I think he's all right about it. Yeah, that's that's cool though, because he can be quite, especially when a sibling has uh, a condition that that not everyone knows what it is. You know, something yeah. quite, yeah, specific. Um, so yeah, I thought how how would it how his reaction was like, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. but if he's, yeah, it seems like he's helps his sister a lot. Mm. And that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good though. Yeah. Does she, um, is she in high school? She's in like a school where they don't move around kind of thing, but they have opened a new school where the older children go. Right. So like, um, what would be, I think, yeah, I think he might be next year. I think yeah, it would have been. He's mm-hmm. 13 now, so yeah, I think they go over there when they're 14 for like the older ones. Might be like my son, he's in specialist school where he's going to be there till he's 19. So, yeah, yeah, till he's 19, but he's on uh, one site at the moment, and then when he reaches a certain age, he'll go to a different site. Yeah. But within the same school. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, but I don't know what it'll be like when we move, because I'm not quite sure on that. Because I need to sort that out. I spoke to someone last year and they said that I need to sort it out new at the time because they couldn't place her too soon, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I don't know how it'll work up there, whether she'll need to go to a different school at a different place because of her age. But, yeah, it normally works out like that. They stay to a certain age and then they go to another area but same school for the mm-hmm. older children. It didn't used to be like that, though. This school used to be like you'd be there till you're 19, 18, 19, and they'll help you from there. But, yeah, they've changed it. They've opened another school now, but it's still Slated Row. So, yeah. Does she have any, like, plans for the future? Does she say, oh, I want to be... Uh, I don't know something when she grows up. Does she have any <laughs> any profession that she wants to? She's follow? my little. Um, I call her my little artist. She's so good at drawing. She's amazing um, with her drawing. Um, so hoping she'll go somewhere with that, but I don't know what. But um, she did say at one point about a police officer, but. I don't know, but I think that was just because the police went to the school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So she was trying on all the gear and everything and that, but I'm not quite sure about that. But, yeah, <laughs> so far it's just, like, the drawing and that. And even the school say, you know, they're pushing her that direction. 
because that's what she's best at. Yeah. What about Tristan? Um, Has he ever said that he wants to follow a profession or? Well, I'm trying to get him to go to college when we move. Mm. It's quite a hard one with Tristan because he's very good with technology, very good with computers and it's all there, but he's so, like, unconfident. Mm. It's like, I keep saying how clever he is, but he just doesn't accept it. And I'm like, you need to, like... Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. When you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get great savings and round-the-clock protection, which is as beautiful as looking your firstborn child in the eyes for the first time. Well, that's a bit much. Maybe it's more like looking your second-born child in the eyes for, like, the third or fourth time. Point being, the savings and round-the-clock protection are really, really magical. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Maybe head that kind of way with computers or something, but I just don't know with him. Mm-hmm. Very difficult, because um, it's all in there, in the head. Yeah. But what he would do, I just, I'm not sure. I'm hoping he will go to college. I really do hope he goes to college because he was on about um electronics yeah and i said in electronics there's so many job opportunities out there yeah absolutely i was just thinking about like um do you do you think that he doesn't have like that self-confidence sometimes yeah definitely oh yeah yeah, yeah. trying to do tell you- him how you know, clever is like if I need help, it's him yes. that I get to help me, and he does it. And I'm just like, and yeah, you're more intelligent than I am. <laughs> Do you think that might have been triggered by his, um, by the way he was bullied? Yes, I think so. Last year was um, quite tough, quite tough. I even took him out of school last yeah. year. Um. Yeah, I think he had just gone back before the isolation started, I think, because they promised me that they would keep the boys away. But, um, yeah, so I've been in isolation and it's been quite nice because I've had him here safe with me and stuff. But, yeah, it was a really tough time in this last year when it comes to bullying. Mm-hmm. It kind of um, did affect him in some ways. And that's what, I mean, getting back to what I was saying earlier, you know, we've been there and it still affects me like today. Mm-hmm. And then obviously my ex didn't help matters and um, to put that on him and then all the bullying and everything. And I think to how I am today, how it affects me. So it kind of worries me how it will affect him in later life. Mm. I'm trying to get in the confidence and that and say you are good. You are quite intelligent. See, I never had a clue when I was his age. But I get like, I've got um, dyslexia. So, mm-hmm. like, having his help and that times, it's just, I'm always praising him and that. I'm just like, it's so good. You're so clever. And he's like, I'm not clever. I'm like, you are. 
it's very it's very difficult as a parent to see our child feel that way you know and mm. yeah because my daughter well she was getting bullied um there was this boy that he knew how to uh press the buttons you know he knew which buttons to press and she would get annoyed and then she would get into trouble because um she would get quite uh verbal and verbal in a way as like shouting not swearing at anyone <laughs> uh, but she would get like annoyed and she um yeah she when she's steaming steaming you know when you are doing the same action over and over again because of an emotion you could be feeling overwhelmed or happy sad whatever so when she's steaming she does this quite a lot so uh, she's done that for a very very long time and she was getting angry with um, one of the kids and she went like this and she hit someone but obviously by mistake it's not that she wanted to hit someone but then she got into trouble because she actually hit someone but then they were having a little argument and whatever and then knowing my daughter, she was like, but it's so unfair. And then she got more and more angry. And then she had to, you know, be <laughs> separated <laughs> from from her bully. And that really annoyed us because he, he was the one that was picking on her. So she was like annoyed that why should I get punished when it was that kid that did this and that and the other and I reacted so yeah I mean (laughs) if I was just like when I heard this I was like if I was there I'd tell that kid and (laughs) yeah I I was like that as well I was like thank you Chrissy you know what I'm gonna go out there at school and I'm gonna face his police he's like no 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 (laughs) mum But that's the thing is actually it was quite quite good. Is of I think two or three weeks after this incident, uh, this kid kept on uh, you know having a go at my daughter. I said I said to Alice, listen, okay, like bullies, I like dogs. Okay, they'll bark, 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 yeah, but they won't do anything. Okay, they'll just go, la, la, yap, 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 yap. Just ignore it, it'll shut up soon. And then she just goes like, okay. And then this kid will start doing this and that and the other. And she wouldn't react. And he's, you know, pushing further and further. And she's like, okay. You, and then walked away. <laughs> and it's like, good lass, well done. <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. bloody done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless her. <laughs> yeah. And defending, you know, like defending her friends as well. Like she's very protective kid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. If she sees something <laughs> that she doesn't like, she'll just go like, leave him alone. Oh, leave Aww. her alone. And yeah, absolutely. And we, yeah, and we encourage that. Yeah. Encourage yeah. that. Yeah. Let her be feisty. It's fine. You know that yeah. that good good feisty. Yeah. <laughs> Kids can be so mean these days, though. So you need to be like that, don't you? Because you have to teach them to fight back, kind of thing. Yeah, like, the thing is, is that you know, when when I was a kid, yeah, 
we obviously we didn't have social media okay so we would yes we would get bullied at school but you'd come home shut the door that's it now kids nowadays they suffer bullying 24 7 okay online bullying is awful so for kids nowadays yeah like especially your teenagers nowadays that are getting bullied all the time um it's like right so the teenagers it's like they want to have a facebook account they want to have snapchat they want to have this and that and the other because their friends have it so if they don't have these things and they're like at school it's like oh you don't have this so they get picked on for not having social media but then have social then they'll have the social media and then get um picked on for whatever reason but then on a bigger scale so bullying has just gotten worse through the years and i wonder when my kids not so much not so much my uh, my son but my daughter when she gets to uh, you know to wanting a phone to having uh, facebook or whatever maybe the social media the time i wonder how that's going to be like when she's at that age do you worry about that as well um well both mine have got social media and funny how you should say that actually because my son, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I think it was a couple of days ago actually, and he come downstairs and he said, Rev one, one of the boys that like bullied him at school, messaged him saying, hey. Right. So I was like, right, okay. And he goes, it's okay, I've blocked him, but I'm worried about when I go back to school. And he's going to say, why did you block me? So I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I probably would have forgotten but, um by then but it it he said something about he's just gonna say um something happened to his phone or something i can't remember what he said now that was just kind of like i'm thinking i hope that ain't gonna start i hope they ain't gonna be bullying online but they do both have um Facebook, Lilith don't hardly use it anyway, she goes on there now and then, but I think Tristan's only just got like his friends on there and family because I've said to him, don't like, add anyone you don't know or um, anyone um, that would bully you, I'm always saying that to them so they're quite good on there I believe but um Instagram as well yeah as far as I know it's all fine apart from like this boy randomly saying hi to him but yeah it's normally all fine and um yeah it is a worry especially like when kids have been bullied you think what's happening online but um yeah so far like I say, apart from that the other day, it seems all right. But, yeah, it is a worry because that's yeah. the connection these days, isn't it? Like, we didn't have that when we were younger. Um, it was more case when we were younger. Seeing them in the street was more of a worry. But, yeah, 
it still affects you like mentally though oh god yeah I, I absolutely it really does but it's just like it's just the it, bullies nowadays can be relentless and I obviously I worry about my kids you know I worry about my children and I was going to be like and stuff but I worry about other kids as well because um it's difficult ain't it you know it's you yeah. can't get away from it no you can't these days can you can't get away from it and it's like it's worse these days compared to years ago I guess yeah yeah like everything though isn't it since social media and that this is like everyone you don't have to be a young kids you can be an adult and get abuse and stuff so i yeah. guess we'll never stop worrying <laughs> no never we will never stop worrying and that's the job of a parent just to worry yeah <laughs> and to be what, there you've had that baby that's it there's no like but how to handle this life once you've got children it's just as soon as that baby's in your arms the worrying starts <laughs> yep <laughs> i think it's i think it's it started when love found out i was pregnant to be fair yeah yeah as soon as like i found out i was just like oh my god and yeah. i've been worrying for nearly nine years <laughs> yeah um, yeah i won't stop worrying me <laughs> so plans for the future so you uh you're supposed to well you're supposed to be getting married this year that didn't happen well it was just hand fasting of year. course yes yes yes, we, yes we um had two dates for that because we had it in may same weekend as what we're having the wedding next year because it's right here so i wanted to have it the same weekend but obviously it didn't happen, so we thought we'd book it for July and I thought, you know, it's bound to be all over by then. No. No. Nope. <laughs> no. So that didn't happen either. So we just thought, right, we'll just concentrate on the wedding now, which is next year, luckily. Um, well, fingers crossed, it's all over by then and we can have people and stuff. But I'm just thankful the wedding wasn't this year. But yeah, 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 yeah. For the people that have had weddings this year, books and stuff, and not been able to have it. Yeah, I I know there's been quite a lot of people that had to uh, postpone. (laughs) But it's it is for the best. Obviously, you don't want to have a wedding in the middle of a pandemic and get everyone like poorly. No, (laughs) definitely not. No, I don't want to be responsibility for that. But yeah, luckily it's next year, and so. Hopefully by May, because that's when it is. So hopefully by then it's settled down a bit. Yeah, how does one, like, you know, organise a wedding (laughs) post-Covid? It's going to be... It's just like, I'm trying to explain to people, like, because I feel bad because we haven't been able to invite everyone at the moment. Yeah. I've done, like, so many... um, save the dates and sent them and then like obviously people going to get upset and everything thinking well why haven't I got an invite I'm just like you're on the list <laughs> but gotta wait till like next year it's just yes. like I was saying to Paul last night it's just so frustrating and so stressful because you know where you're coming and going it's just it, we felt like that with the 
hand fasting as well. It was just like, what do we do? But like, because like, we don't know what's going to be happening next year and stuff. So we've got to like wait to get Christmas out of the way and see what happens and that. But it's just, I want to like send my invites out and everything. And that seems Christmas is over, but it's just, we're not, we don't know. It's just stressful enough getting like organised, let alone having this issue. Um, are the kids uh, are the kids excited oh yeah yeah they're excited um can't wait really looking forward to it and that and so yeah they're looking forward to moving as well next year but this year i wanted to make it really special like here like because it's like last year here i wanted to make we had so much planned as well yeah yeah and to make it special but just hope it's going to be a good Christmas and that and but I'll make it special as what I can for them and stuff and then but it was just having an eventful year then this happening I'm just like something to look forward to you know it's it will happen eventually oh yeah it'll definitely happen and um you know, hopefully things are better by next year anyway. But, yeah, it will happen. But it's it's going to be quite a lot of restrictions as well, you know, because obviously you're not going to... I don't know how many people you were willing to invite, but obviously now you can't have so many people, you know what I mean, like in one room together. And that's going to be... I don't know, unless you, you guys are getting married in, like... A massive <laughs> game out like in a big field <laughs> yeah. where people well, can socially distance. I know. Game out to download. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. I've never been to a download uh, wedding. Been to like engagements and stuff where people got engaged at download fest, but uh-huh. but yeah, it's just knowing because, like you say, I think even by next year, it's still going to be restrictions until we get like the injection thing yeah just get the uh the green light vaccine. and then yeah. yeah they need to hurry up with this vaccine so we can move on <laughs> yeah it's something that we can't unfortunately we can't uh predict when that's going to be but you know it's it's going to happen eventually um well the vaccine i don't know but your wedding will happen eventually <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it'll be happening next year either way because even if we can't have the people, we'll still get married. So, yeah, be a shame though. But I'm hoping like by then we can have a few people at least. Anyway, do um do a Zoom wedding <laughs> if I can get it working. If I can get it working, <laughs> <laughs> you have gone till then. <laughs> You've gone till then to you know to figure it out. Yeah. Do Zoom wedding? Oh, you know people are doing Zoom funerals. Yeah, you know it's yeah. It's... That's what I was thinking as well. Next year, if it comes to it, I'll do just get someone to do it live, just like on live video. That would be that'd be much cheaper. You don't yeah. have to feed anyone. I know. <laughs> Unless I don't know. Popcorn. Yeah, we all sort of like. Uh, all get the same thing to eat and then eat at the same time <laughs> yeah. like we all having a meal together but not like yeah. virtually 
popcorn. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that'll be your plan B. Yeah, plan B. Yeah, have a word with Paul, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be up for it. <laughs> a Zoom wedding, that'd be funny. Yeah, funny. <laughs> that'd be really funny. <laughs> oh, oh, Zowie, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a laugh. Yeah. It's nice yeah. To you. yeah. Thank you so much to Zowie and also the best to her and her family and thank you for listening to this week's episode of grab a cuppa if you'd like to have a chat with us email me at hire at grabacuppa.co.uk i would love to hear from you so next friday we have two brand new episodes and then we're going to be taking a little break but don't despair we will come back bigger and better so have a great week and i'll see you next week take care of yourself and one another